Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Do you react with scarcity? or abundance. I want to ask you something. When life throws something at you that you aren't expecting, how do you react? Do you feel stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, jealous, resentment, or do you feel gratitude, appreciation, Maybe even look for the lesson or what good can come from it. This, my friends, is the difference in a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset. But just in case you want a little more clarification, I looked up the definitions for you. Scarcity is the state of being or feeling without or not having enough of something. Abundance means knowing that you are enough and that you will have enough. So there are a few different ways you can look at this. The first way is pretty plain and simple. Um, Here's an example. If I was to have a pie in the kitchen and cut a slice and bring it to my youngest in the living room, my oldest may say something like, that's not fair. Why does she get to have pie? This is a scarcity mentality, right? However, a few things she doesn't know or maybe can't understand just yet because she's still living in a scarcity mentality is for one, there's more pie. In fact, there is plenty for everyone in our family. She also can't be happy for her sister because she is so consumed and worried about herself and the lack of pie. Now, let's take this same situation and pretend that my daughter has an abundance mindset. I bring the piece of pie to my youngest, and she smiles and says something like, oh, wow, look what mommy brought you. Doesn't that look yummy? She isn't worried about what she's missing out on or doesn't get, or even if there is any in the kitchen for her. Instead, she's happy and chooses to celebrate with her sister that something good happened for her. 
This may seem like a little bit of a silly illustration, but hopefully it helps you clearly see the difference in the reaction of someone with abundance versus someone with a scarcity mindset. So I want to ask you again, how do you react when your best friend gets a promotion? Are you excited? Are you celebrating with them or complaining, jealous, and can't seem to even be around them because of their excitement. I really hope that you are happy for them and excited and cheering them on. Just recently, I went to my childhood best friend, shout out to Brittany Scarlett on Instagram. Um, She just launched a book and I was incredibly excited to be there during this amazing you know, monumentous occasion for her, the launch of her very first book. I wasn't thinking about the fact that I hadn't launched a book yet, or maybe, you know, resenting the fact that she had done something that I hadn't done. Instead, I was excited to celebrate something that she had achieved. So I know it's not always that easy to do. I know sometimes you may be going through something really hard and, you know, take infertility, for example, right? That is really, that's a hard thing to walk through. I personally have never been through it. So I can't attest to the raw and vulnerable and, you know, just hard feelings that you have to walk through when dealing with that. So I'm not going to act like I know right? It's probably really hard to see a friend celebrate, you know, their birth announcement or gender reveal, or even the birth of a new baby when you are walking through something really hard. I want to share with you five things that you can do to create a life of abundance instead of scarcity. And these are things that I actually do and continually have to practice Because I am far from perfect and still sometimes struggle with, you know, that comparison trap. What does it mean to have a life of abundance anyway? Well, the Greek term for abundant means exceedingly, very highly, beyond measure, more. You get the idea. So when I think of a life of abundance... I think of the passage in the Bible from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. It says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Meaning, when you are living an abundant life, your mentality is that you can truly have, be, and do things far beyond what you even comprehend. And yet, you're okay with it. In fact, you're excited about it. You're not scared or anxious, but eager to see what unknown opportunities could come your way. I truly believe what we focus on is our reality. So if you are more worried about the success of someone else or what is missing from your life that someone else has, you are going to continue to have exactly what you've always had. That doesn't make it wrong or bad, but instead of becoming consumed with the success and what's going right for others, maybe now is the time to start focusing on what is going right for you. When you focus on the good, 
The good gets better. Let's dive in. Here are the five ways to create a life of abundance. Number one, a gratitude journal. One thing everyone is very quick to do is to give a bad review, right? But very rarely does anyone take the time to review a business when they do something good or right. It's the same thing with our brains. We have anywhere from 12,000 to 50,000 thoughts daily, and approximately 80% of them are negative. That's a lot of negativity throughout your day. So one thing that has consistently helped me is to write down or, or say to a loved one things I am grateful for every day. My husband, Chris, and I sometimes do this on our walks when we are going through something hard and need to be reminded of all the good that we have in our lives. It can be something as simple as, I'm grateful the baby took a nap, so I had time to shower, right? Where are all my work from home mompreneurs? <laughs> or, I'm so thankful we can afford a house cleaner so I can use my energy for other things. Or, I'm so thankful for the weather so that I could take the time to go on a run and it wasn't raining. (laughs) The key is not to necessarily focus on really big things, but finding the good and gratitude in your everyday life. I think very often we forget how blessed we are. I know not everyone is blessed and I'm not here to tell you to get over your trauma or whatever hardship you're facing. I'm simply suggesting That even during hard seasons, you can still find joy if you're looking. Number two, the second thing I would suggest is to evaluate your circle. I'm sure you've heard this before, but I'm going to say it again. You, my friend, are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. So look around. Are the people you connect with whether intentionally or unintentionally, positive, encouraging, uplifting, trying to better themselves? If so, you hit the jackpot. You are surrounded by people who are living an abundant life, and this is a direct reflection on your success. Give yourself a pat on the back. However, if they are negative, complaining, do they gossip all the time? maybe even thrive on drama and putting others down? If so, I hate to break it to you, but it might be time to very kindly find a new circle. I know this can be especially hard when it's a family member, employer, or even a really close friend. If those people have some scarcity tendencies, it might be time to set some boundaries on how often you see them or what information you share with them. And if you have been surrounded by negative people or struggling with negative thoughts yourself, it might be time to retrain your brain, which leads me to number three, positive affirmations. As I mentioned earlier, we have so many negative thoughts every single day, and it can be especially hard to focus on the positive and abundance when we hear so much negativity around us. One thing I learned very early in my career was to create positive affirmations and really retrain my brain. In case you aren't quite sure what that means, it's a positive statement or phrase worded as if you have already achieved the goal, dream, or experience you want out of life. 
Many people use these to manifest their reality. Don't press pause on me and hear me out. When I was working to hit a really big goal with my previous direct sales company, I would write out my goal as if it had already happened every single day. Yes, I did this for months. And do you know what happened? There came a day when I was able to pick something else to write down because I had, in fact, accomplished what I wrote down for months. It's not some magic voodoo that allowed me to accomplish this goal. Yes, of course, I did the work. But here's why I was able to accomplish it. I kept accomplish it. I kept the goal in front of me every single day. So instead of asking myself why I can't have something, I focused on how I can have it or how can I achieve it? Because I was reminding myself of my goal every single day through a positive affirmation. Remember, What you focus on is your reality. So if you're feeding your brain thoughts every day of success, abundance, and whatever you want out of life, chances are you're going to achieve some, if not all, of these things. If you aren't exactly sure how to write them or what to say, focus on different areas of your life, like your career, your family, your health, relationships, and really any area of your life you'd like to improve or work on. Create statements that start with I am. So some examples of like relationship affirmations might be I am more present with my kids when they come home from school. I am a supportive friend. I am a compassionate friend. Some work or career related examples might be I am a successful health coach. I attract hundreds of leads every month. I earned the top level incentive trip. You get the idea. All right, number four, donate and volunteer. I know what you're thinking. What on earth does that have to do with abundance and scarcity? Well, friend, if you are helping others who have significantly less than you, chances are you won't be so focused on what you are missing out on and instead focused on how blessed and abundant of a life you truly have. So what is something that you're passionate about? Maybe it's helping at a women's shelter or volunteering at a boys and girls club, helping out at a soup kitchen, donating products, commission, or your time to help an organization raise money. Whatever it is, you have so much more to gain by spending a little of your time and a little bit of your money if you're able to do this. And finally, number five, You have got to stop the comparison game. I know in today's world, it can be incredibly difficult not to do this. So many times, all we ever see are carefully curated Instagram feeds with beautiful pictures of children sitting in white dresses while smiling and cuddling together. And all I think of is how my girls are constantly pestering each other and who would put their kid in white anyway? Because the truth is that same mom who posted those perfect pictures was probably bribing them with candy and staring them down with that mom look that says, don't make me come over there when the photographer is quickly capturing as many pictures as possible. And I can imagine if we were to ask the photographer for the other pictures that are unedited, we would see some real life that went on behind the lens. 
So instead of focusing on the success of others or the picture perfect life someone else is leading, focus on how you can be a better version of yourself. That's the only comparison you should be doing. And I don't mean what you weighed in high school because let's be realistic. If you've had babies, that is not going to happen. I want to challenge you to pick one of these things to start with. Will you start a gratitude journal or practice? Cultivate a network of people who are like-minded and living an abundant life? Are you going to retrain your brain with positive affirmations? Maybe donate your time or money. Or finally stop the comparison game and maybe even unfollow some people who tend to bring out your jealousy. Whatever it might be, shoot me a message after you listen to this and share what you're doing to create a life of abundance. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.